five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Energize Podcast is back. So, if you are new to the Energize Podcast, where have you been? And welcome. And if you're a returning Energize listener, welcome back. It's been a welcome week. Welcome back, guys. It's been a week. So, on this week's show, we have a massive footballing segment. So, we're going to talk about the Champions League, the second leg of the uh, semi-final fixtures, the final, who's going to be there, who's going to lift that big trophy. We're going to talk about the Premier League. Things are hotting up for the race to the top four and the relegation battle. We're going to talk about, is Mo Salah going to win the Ballon d'Or? Will he? Who knows? We're going to let you know. And then, finally, there's a few other hot take topics like Steven Gerrard becoming the new Rangers managers. And many, many more. How's that for you, Barry? That was a, that was a good intro, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I'm, like, excited for the show. Yeah, Can you yeah. tell? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's weird how the football is, like, it's coming to the end of the season. And then, like, everyone's, like, so focused on this, the Champions League and everything. And then... Straight after the World Cup starts, and everyone's just like, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? The World Cup, I feel like, is lacking a bit. This leading to it. it's because Ireland are, isn't it? Well, like, it's not really that hyped about England either. No, isn't it? Not? No, I think, I think finally, like, 40 years later, England fans like have lowered their expectations for England. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, therefore, like, I think a semi final would be like win the World Cup for them or something. I, w- I wonder what it's like over in Russia now at the moment. Like, they obviously must be publicizing it. Yeah, I'd imagine so. Um, they're probably just like whatever you say, Putin. Yeah. <laughs> did you see? Did you see there was this t- picture going up around uh, Gabriel Jesus there a while ago? That um, like four years ago in the World Cup of Brazil, he was there painting the streets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I then yeah, and then the next World Cup, he's going to be at it. Yeah, he's going to be probably Playing, the main man. Yeah. Would he be the main man? Well, it for depends on whether Neymar is fair as well. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And Firmino, those three could be the top three, and then like Coutinho's there. It depends on what way they're going to use him as well. Yeah. He'll probably be a sub and then yeah. save some. Yeah, save Firmino probably start ahead of him. They'll probably bed them in. Yeah, actually, yeah. Like, he's a brilliant. Great, yeah, great problems to have. Yeah, new deal at Liverpool as well. Hopefully yeah. he doesn't, like, you know, sleep in the satin sheets and forget what he's doing. The thing is, yeah, true, yeah. It's so disappointing as an Irishman, anyway, knowing that Ireland aren't in the World Cup. Yeah. But the thing is, remember when we went to the Euros and then we had Italy in a group... Croatia, Croatia and, and Spain. Spain. Yeah, <laughs> and we were like, right, if we draw all the games and then beat, in fairness, the final that year was Spain versus Italy, and they yeah. were in our group. Yeah, but we were so bad on the Trapattoni. Yeah, but obviously, I know. Yeah, hopefully there's some like underage footballers listening right now, and they're gonna just like fairness, take a night off Fortnite and go out and play a bit more uh, football. Fairness, I think we lost against what one nil, two nil, and three nil. Was that it? I don't what? know. It was it was crap. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but like we like. We didn't lose 6 nil to anyone. No, no, no. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, as in, like, we're very good at not being hammered. Yeah. Except for the Denmark game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the good days. The good old days. Back in yeah. the day. No, it's really disappointing we're not in it this year. So, we might as well start with the Champions League. That's what's on this week. We have the return leg. Uh, first up is Real Madrid versus Bayern Munich. Yeah. Real Madrid beat Bayern Munich 2-1 in the Allianz Arena over in Munich. Um, in an absolute dreadful game of football. Did you think so? I didn't think it was very good. Now, I don't know whether I thought the Roma uh, Liverpool game was like thrilling stuff and then I thought the, the thing, next yeah. game was, like, wasn't that great, but that's the thing. 
oh, maybe the teams are just so good that they sort of nullify each other a bit and it doesn't actually, the, the game's not as free-flowing. I think, the, I think Bayern Munich and Real Madrid are probably two, two most tactically sound teams yeah. in European football. And they have, yeah, not, yeah. Well, that's also because they haven't changed any, mm. ma- they haven't made any massive personnel changes yeah. recently as well. So, yeah, and I feel like that Bayern Munich squad has played together so long. It doesn't yeah. even matter they have a different manager in. Yeah. But, like, he's also managed them previously. Yeah. So, yeah. therefore, like, it's not. Yeah, yeah. He said, like, he said this time around, this Bayern Munich team were better than the last Bayern Munich team he had. Yeah. yeah and he still had Robin Ribery, still had, uh, well, he would have had Manzoukas then, I think. Yeah. And then they still had Muller. Yeah. Muller, yeah. But, it's, uh, but, it's a very strong outfit. Yeah, but they also they almost I know that they're missing a few players that are like would have been somewhat important. Like for instance, like Vidal or Coleman. Uh, Alaba was missing. Alaba he's, ba- he's back. back for this game. Yeah, and then, uh, but the thing is, like that Bayern Munich team, obviously they're they just churning wins because yeah. like they win every week in the, in the Bundesliga. Okay, and then they sort of maybe think they're a bit better than they are, and then I know Real Madrid didn't destroy them, but. They, they, Bayern Munich also looked like they didn't have another like a plan C yeah, you know yeah. I, mean? I, I think I think a big struggle for Bayern Munich this year is that they've actually had such an easy run in the Bundesliga they won the Bundesliga by 17 points no one like pushed them well when I say 17 it could be more it could be less but it's in around that margin yeah. no one like pushed them so therefore they probably had the league won with 15 games to go and therefore yeah. when you have a one game you know what I mean it's very hard for you to get up and then compete at a higher level Yeah, and like they also had some like very bad results. Like they got hammered by PSG in the group stages the first time around. Now I know they beat them well in the second leg, but PSG had already topped the group. Yeah, but they'd also got a new manager in as well. Mm. Remember Ancelotti was in charge. Yeah, so it's um hard to sort of gauge where Bayern Munich are at. Yeah, well, um, Dieter Hamann said after the game that he expects like a decline now in the Bundesliga, but especially for Bayern Munich because obviously if the talent goes down, you're not gonna have to perform as high. Yeah, Whereas, it's a bit. It's a bit like Celtic. Like, I don't think they could come into the Premier League and be a Premier League side. Like, I honestly don't think their players are good enough at all. I yeah. think they have about three players who are about Premier League worthy, and that's about it. But then, like, you couldn't just put them into the Premier League. But if you actually did put them in the Premier League and you gave them a year or two, they'd be all right because they'd the, have money the money they'd have. Yeah, yeah. The stadium. Huge fan base yeah, as well. Exactly. Because I, I was only discussing that the other day because um, when Celtic won the league the other day, I was like... Does he even celebrate that anymore? Like, what is your tenth title in a row, and you're going to win like your eleventh next year? You know what I mean? Yeah. What like, what is that league? Oh, I don't know. That's why I was like, oh, imagine they move Celtic to England. Well, that's why it, you see. That's probably one of the. Pro- I know that's a problem that the Scottish league has is that it's Celtic's league until someone else outdoes them. Mm. And realistically, every team in that league has played each other four times as well, which yeah. is a lot. But that's probably the one problem that the Aircom League has because you you don't look at the Aircom League and go. Boom! That team is the best team in the league. Mm. You know what I mean? Because even I know Dundalk. It's called the Artricity now. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, yeah, the Artricity league. But the way Dundalk were doing really well, and yeah. then some of their players get taken by Preston, and now everyone's just sort of the, the same. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? There's like Cork might be the best team this year. Yeah. You know, Bowes might be the next best team. Then Rovers might be the next best team. Yeah. And like, there's no consistently dominating the league. Yeah. Which is but, much better for Irish yeah. football. Yeah, but yeah, but I, think, uh, I don't know. Uh, is it like may, maybe if there was a, a Celtic in the Air Tracy League, there be like the whole country would probably be like, well, support them. I feel I feel like Rovers were like trying to be by building the new stadium yeah. and trying to like be bigger, but I think it's just they haven't moment. really pushed on, haven't they? No, no they haven't really. They like they haven't like fulfilled the stadium's goals. Yeah, 
even though they had the people like didn't they get oh, didn't, did they get McPhail in they got Duffer yeah. in anyway yeah yeah. it just didn't really work for them whatever they whatever they were trying and just that's sort of I, I, I can't remember where the tangent went from. oh Bayern Munich on top of their league that's yeah. bringing back that it was just, just like their league isn't competitive enough for them no. and like also anytime someone shines in Germany they're like right we're gonna buy them yeah and Celtic do the same in Scotland you like Lee Griffiths was the top goal scorer like, I think two years in a row in Scotland and then Celtic were like right we'll have him to sit on our bench yeah he doesn't, you know yeah, he doesn't really I don't think he plays he hasn't been playing as much no, this year as no he's third choice striker yeah that's the thing like, yeah. that's, that's what's it um, they have the the monopoly on football up there they really do yeah. same thing with Bayern uh, although the it's, is, like, yeah but if you play in Germany a lot of the German players want to stay in Germany right mm. and then you're looking at Bayern Munich you're like oh so envious of them you know what I mean and then yeah but you look at Bayern Munich and they go and you go Neuer Kimmich Boateng uh, Hummels Sule five defenders are, and a goalkeeper off the bat and that's the German defence as well you know what I mean it's just really like if you play for Bayern Munich you also start for Germany why do you think not many Germans like to move away from the Premier League or move away from the Bundesliga oh sorry Bundesliga um, I think it's because they're at home don't have to learn a new language get paid well at Bayern Munich and I wouldn't say they get paid that well though like obviously well, well, well I think you get paid well, well at Bayern Munich, but I don't think you get pretty well paid at any other top sides. Like uh, I'd say, outside of Bayern Munich players, I'd say there's, I'd say there's less than five people on over hundred grand a week in Germany, uh, who don't play for Bayern Munich. Definitely less. Yeah, yeah. I'd say maybe Marco Royce, uh Bruce Dortmund. Really, see, if they don't play for Dortmund. They're probably on less than hundred yeah, a week. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And like, I don't even see Dortmund like lashing cash at people either because like no. they don't really have a lot of people at the moment. Well, maybe go to yeah. and like Badashiwi's probably on more than hundred grand a week because he was at Chelsea and he's only on loan. Okay, yeah, and that's probably it. Yeah, I'd say that's it. Yeah, I wouldn't really know. You see, the thing is, it's I don't really follow the, the Bundesliga because it's not. It's also one of those things where you actually only realize who's on what team when they're playing Champions League. Yeah. If you know what I mean, you're like, oh, they have him. Yeah, yeah also, the Ger- all the German teams don't do great in the Champions League either. No, bar Bayern Munich, yeah. yeah. And like bar that run Dortmund had a few years yeah. back. It's weird how I was looking at how Klopp, how many like trophies he's won over the last few years, and then he won the Bundesliga twice in a row. And uh, he, he ever since he's been in charge of Liverpool, he's gotten the two finals, two in one mm-hmm. year, the Europa League and the League Cup. Yeah, and lost them both. Yeah, and it's sort of like apparently he doesn't have apparently that that was the thing in Germany he didn't actually have a very good record in cup finals. Which yeah. doesn't scream well for the Champions League. No, but like you, you can only mm. get to so many finals, and then like, and then you eventually have to win one. And then it's funny because you have Bayern Munich on this side of the spectrum, and they're playing Real Madrid, and Real Madrid are on the other side of the spectrum, where all the eggs are in the Champions League basket, and yeah. like they almost conceded the league to Barcelona very early on. Do you think that's a, a good idea to do, or a, a, because I don't think it's, it's actually a terrible idea? Is, for instance, look yeah. at Mourinho last year being like, right, we're not going to win the league, we're going to come like fifth or sixth. Let's just go for the Europa League yeah. and then it fixes everything. Yeah, I think it's not a terrible... Okay, well, I think you should always try and finish in the top four if you're in the Premier League or the league. Like, I don't think you should like hamper yourself that much. Yeah, I know. But yeah, I, know. I, I, I was looking at it and go, once Barcelona get like a 10 or 12 point uh, gap at the top of the league, they're next to impossible to catch. They haven't lost a game yet this year. So therefore, you might as well focus your attention to the Champions League. And Real Madrid are clearly one of the best sides in Europe. They're potentially maybe the best side in Europe on their night you know what I mean if everyone plays the best football at the one time like are Real Madrid the best side maybe but that's just the way it is and they realise at that stage right all the eggs are going into the Champions League basket they have 
chance to create massive history in the Champions League chance to win third Champions League in a row no one's ever done that yeah. especially in the new age Champions League yeah and then like Zidane's probably looking at his own job because if he comes if you finish a season around Madrid with no trophies like you're up for the chop and yeah. that's just it and did one of, one of the old Real Madrid managers win the double I think it could have been Ancelotti won. yeah I think he won the league and he won the cup but he didn't win the Champions League and I think he was like right out yeah well even Del Bosque won the Champions League and he was let go as well yeah it's just like like what what must have been the objectives at the beginning of the year you know what I mean win everything yeah is that <laughs> it yeah. Yeah, yeah win actually everything okay. yeah but I, I think uh, not cause, for it yeah but because it's the damn win the Champions League is enough you know what I mean well like obviously win the Champions League should always be enough uh, yeah. <laughs> I always find it weird if the team that wins the Champions League doesn't win their own league doesn't win their own league yeah because yeah. then you're are you really the champions Europe you can't even win your own league yeah especially if like Barcelona win the Derby by like 12, 13 points as well. Like Unbeaten, they yeah. were clear champions. Yeah. So like, it's it's potentially the best two teams in Europe playing each other in the semi final. That's the thing, and that's why maybe their game of football wasn't as good because there's not as much give in between the two teams. When there's a bit more give and take between the two teams, you can actually almost get a better game of football out. Exactly. Of. Yeah. Uh, that was also the first game Ronaldo hadn't scored in, in the Champions League this year. Yeah, I think he was going for something like 12 and 12, I think it was. Could've or 12 been. consecutive games scoring goals. Yeah, could have been just, just, yeah. Freud and Just, when he stops, it's going to be, like, there's no world, like, obviously Ronaldo and Messi are superstars, right? Like, whoever yeah. you want to put in there as well, like, you could even argue Zlatan was. But, I mean, there's not, I can't see people making that level become that, that like, superstarish. No. You know what I mean? No, there's it's it's crazy to think that we might as well get into the Ballon d'Or discussion because we're talking about Messi, we're talking about Ronaldo, and they're talking about Salah this year. And I was looking at Salah, and I was looking at stats, and I go, fairness, he probably actually is the best player in the world at the moment. Like watching him play, he's like the most threatening. He's yeah. the person who puts the fear in most people's defense. But like, you can't actually compare his career to Ronaldo or Messi's because they were showing like Salah's career this year, or season this year. And they were saying he'd have to do that another 16 times and he still wouldn't have caught up for all those goals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, was right. like, I was like, 16? I was like, that's a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? He'd be bleeding 50. Yeah, yeah. I was like, bloody hell. I was like, I, I, like, when you put things into perspective like that, when you're like, Mo Salah's the best player on earth right now and you're yeah. like, he has to do that season 16 more times to be Ronaldo. I was like, sorry, what? Yeah. That's how good Ronaldo is. Yeah, but the thing is, the defence, the defence is over in Spain aren't, you could, are just definitely not as good. No. No, because I'd say half the defenders want to play midfield. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And like, also, you're coming up in the Premier League and just say you're against Everton's defence, right? Yeah. You have like, Ashley Williams, Phil, you got like, you know what I mean? Like, two internationals and then you have like, Baines and Coleman, right? Like, very good internationals. They've all played over probably 200 Premier League games each and the rest, right? And the rest. Right. Then you come up against like, just say, I don't know, Granada's defence, they probably finished around the same position Everton have this year. You know what I mean? And you can't name one defender on their team. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, obviously you'll watch more Premier League, but I doubt Granada's defenders have been capped by whatever country they're playing for. So, like, when someone's scoring goals against defenders that calibre, it is more impressive. But it's definitely more impressive. And if you look at the Premier League, the reason why it's so popular is that the higher level of consistent or the consistent higher level of football throughout the entire league not the obviously the upper echelon 
isn't as good because like Barcelona and Real Madrid are clearly better and you could almost even argue Atletico Madrid are better than most of the teams in the Premier League and then you have okay like but if you took the teams in the relegation zone in Spain and put them into the Premier League like they'd probably finish last by you know yeah, yeah, yeah. with like less than 20 points yeah so yeah also most of those Spanish sides like those players have to play in the sun yeah you know what I mean yeah they need that nice little Fancy bit of fancy day to yeah, play yeah. their play their football. Yeah. Uh. Well, you just said there that obviously the two probably best teams in the Premier League, if Real Madrid and Barcelona did come over, maybe even Letico, who are also in the Europa League yeah. semi final. Um. So we're saying that obviously La Liga is easier than the Premier League. So therefore, yeah. that almost makes Salah's achievements this year even better than those two lads' achievements. Yeah, big time. And the other thing is, Salah scored what forty odd goals a season. Yeah, yeah, and across all competitions. Not only that, but he's only scored one penalty. Okay. So like that is incredible performance from Salah. Yeah. Like, I think Ronaldo scored something like twelve or something penalties across his forty odd goals this year. And when you put that into context, that like these goals from open play is absolutely frightening from Salah. Well, let's sort of put things into perspective, right? Messi. Okay, it's it's gonna be between Ben three. Yeah, Kevin De Bruyne will definitely come forth. I think it's just well, he doesn't get to stand up on there. It's, it's yeah, only yeah. who stands who's up. Who's on the, the podium? Three. Yeah, who's on the podium? But um, okay, look at Messi. He's playing for Barcelona this year. Mm. Uh, where did they win the Champions League quarterfinals? Yeah, yeah, they lost to Roma. Won the Copa del Rey. Yeah, and then five nil in the final as well. This is Villa who beat United, and then um, <laughs> then he plays for Barcelona who are undefeated, both going undefeated season. Yeah. Okay, well they have to play Madrid still, but yeah, yeah. They have to play Madrid, yeah. And then you look at Ronaldo in the Champions League semi final, long, uh, and then you look at uh, Salah, Salah Champions League semi final. So if you're really gonna measure them all out, I think it all sort of looks the same. Yeah, it it, it depends on. Um, put it this way, it's with the Ballon d'Or, it's gonna be. Well, another thing to bear in mind is they're all going to play in the World Cup as well. Yeah. Um. But look, really, see Egypt aren't going to win the World Cup. Like, let's be honest. No, they're not. Right. So you have sorry to everyone from for Egypt. all our Egyptian fans. <laughs> um. So you have. First of all, if Ronaldo wins the Champions League, that almost rules Mo Salah out of it anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Liverpool have to win the Champions League to win it. Yeah. Right. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh. And then obviously if, Real, Real Madrid, if Ronaldo wins the Champions League he'll probably get it but it also depends on how far can Ronaldo bring Portugal and how far can Messi bring Argentina and like really see I probably fancy like really see I think in terms of playing for the country I think Ronaldo plays much better for Portugal than Messi does for Argentina but I think look the Argentinian squad and be like alright they got hammered by Spain and friendly but I think that Argentinian side has a much better chance of going further in the competition than the Portuguese side yeah that was only a friendly yeah <clears throat> And, and Messi didn't Messi, play. Messi didn't play. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember saying that I, I was talking to an Argentinian person at work, and they were like, "Yeah, but like we still conceded six goals." So I was like, "Yeah, but if Messi was on, he would have had the ball a quarter at the time. So like yeah. they wouldn't have conceded so many." So like, really, see the Ballon d'Or is going to come down to who wins the Champions League, yeah, and then how the World Cup goes. And there's no point to us telling you Ronaldo, Messi, or Salah is going to win it because then we're also like. Trying to make six predictions at the one time, say he's going to win it. Yeah, because if one of them gets injured, that's the end of it. Yeah. I can't believe Salah is after coming out of absolutely nowhere yeah. to be in well, the top man. Yeah, well, so <laughs> yeah, but I mean, literally, wasn't even thought of him probably the top hundred players in the world. No, and then he's after bypassing everyone, people like Neymar. Yeah, people like Mbappe and Dembele, all these players that cost over hundred million. Yeah, and he's he's been 
a scored a goal or assisted a goal every 60 minutes this season. He, when he goes through, I can't believe he's only 25 because mm. with the beard and all, he looks a lot older. But when he goes through, he's only going to score. Yeah, also like been in the Premier League, left the Premier League, come back to the Premier League. <laughs> I'm just like, what is that? Especially on Italy. Like, yeah. I would have thought... Come, what's it say? 40 million from 40 million euros? I think it was, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? In around that, anyway. It was like high 30s to low 40 million in the euros, I think. I, I just didn't think... He just doesn't look like he had it in him. No. I, I, and everyone was like, he's a bit bandy at the finishing. Yeah. And then, like, look at him this year. He can't not score. Although, you, you could have said the, same, said the same thing about Messi. Like, just from the look of him, he, yeah. he's not... He's yeah, he looks like... He used to look like a fellow who skateboard. Yeah, he looks like a skater boy. Yeah. Not anymore. He's no, not all groomed and whatever. Yeah. But uh, look, yeah, the Ballon d'Or is totally up for grabs, and we've done this complete tangent all on Bayern Munich versus Real Madrid. But yeah. it's been a good one. Yeah. Well, that's so, what happens. That's the story of podcast. You know? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. So give us the prediction then, Barry. Bayern Munich for Real Madrid. What's the score on the second leg, and who advances to the final? Okay, I think I said last time it was going to be a two-all draw, and then it was two-one to Real Madrid. Madrid are going to be at home now. And they already sort of... Ha- I think they already have they have the number. They have... Yeah. I, mean, I think they've beaten Bournemouth the last few times they've played. Yeah, so oh, I'd have to go Real Madrid again. Just... It just... It, I can just... You can just see the hype of mm. Real Madrid. And what score? I can see it being 2-1 again. Right. I'm going to go Real Madrid and I think they're going to win 2-0. Um, I think they're just going to go score the first one and... Bayern Munich will be crumbled and then come the 80th minute Bayern Munich be hyping on the attack Real Madrid will get them on the counter attack make it 2-0 4-1 aggregate it was, it was also strange to see that Bale and Benzema were both on the bench last time yeah. and then who started it was Isco and also Asensio uh, no it wasn't him it was, the it was Vasquez yeah <clears throat> when I, I was looking at that and I was like right Champions League semi-final and you're not starting the two lads it was BBC yeah. wasn't it or yeah. BB yeah they call it BBC Cristiano Benzema Bale and I couldn't believe they didn't start either of those two lads yeah. and Bale didn't even come on yeah but I, I sort of look at Benzema and it's like what have you done for me lately you he's know what I mean yeah, he's he, nothing. like nothing like he he's absolutely not. robbing and living over there Um, if I was a Real Madrid manager which like I never will be he'd be one of the first for me to get rid of I, I, I can't believe they actually like let Morata go and kept him there because I thought Morata would like fit their system way better and I thought like Morata would actually like, sort of happily like Play sixty minutes a game or something. You know what I mean? Well, that's that's Cristiano's new position now, right yeah. in the middle. He yeah. has to be the focal point. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Like as long as he scores all the goals, he let him yeah. do what he wants. I, I see. You see, I think Real Madrid are going to go through a problem within the next few years that the rotation of players. It like some of them are very inexperienced, mm. and other ones are like extremely mm. experienced. Mm. Whereas there's no real happy medium there. No. So and like even the age gap is huge as well. Yeah. So. It's not going to go clean sailing. Whereas the way Ferguson was always rebuilding, mm. like you let the thirty-five-year-old go and bring in like a twenty-three-year-old, yeah. and then it was just—it's a bit like um, I thought Barcelona were doing a great job getting in. Like they're getting in Neymar, and then they're they're like getting Coutinho and Dembele, and I was like, I was like, geez, like Barcelona are buying all the right people for like when Messi and Iniesta go, like they yeah. have their place in there. And then like obviously PSG triggered Neymar's release clause, but like I see Barcelona bringing in the right players for the replacements, and I'm like. They look like they're going to win the Liga more in like five years' time, more so than Real Madrid do at the moment. Yeah. I look at Real Madrid and go, they're going to need a couple of seasons of spending a lot of money to get yeah. like back on top. Because like, Tony Cruz, Modric, um, Ramos, Marcelo, Ronaldo, they're all like 
30 plus as far as I'm yeah. aware oh well I think Cruz is like 28 oh was he okay yeah, yeah. well like a lot of those players well he has a lot of miles on the clock in terms of like what he's done with his career anyway. he has yeah he yeah, has yeah. so like I'm sitting there looking at being all like grand. and the, the, like those German players actually some of them don't mind retiring early as well like I think Balak retired early um, uh, Lamb retired early like Cruz might just like hang up the boots at 31 and be like thanks for the cheese but bros him off yeah, you know yeah. what I mean and the trophies yeah and he's also probably earning like 240 grand a week over there uh, Real Madrid so he's probably not like splashing the cash like there's yeah. no tomorrow he's probably like smart with his money maybe well you never hear anything yeah. bad about him yeah, yeah seems so. like a, the model professional yeah and like Bale could be back in England before they even know it, you know what I mean I think Bale's definitely going to end up leaving if Zidane stays Bale's definitely going to he, he just, it just it's not worth like, no. if you're the, what is he the second most expensive player on the team or maybe the most expensive the most expensive on the team he's head of Ronaldo yeah is that it, yeah? yeah, yeah, and he doesn't play in that game, and he's played in the last two Champions League. He like, scored the winning goal in the Champions League. I'm sitting there looking at him, just like his his biggest problem is that he's actually too expensive for most teams to buy. And all, yeah, but also it, once you got to Real Madrid, you're at the summit. Like, yeah, the, you could. There's only down. Yeah, you're at, you're you're already at the top of Mount Everest, but you're flagging the bleeding ground. And also, he's not, he's not guaranteed to be able to play a full season as well. So no. that. Like you, an ideal move for him would probably be go to United, but the thing is, that won't work out because no. he won't be able to play all the games. He'd be too expensive. And so like, where does he go? I I don't really see Mourinho. I say if Mourinho really rated Bale when Mourinho was at Real Madrid, he would have got Bale. Yeah, I don't they, know. he would have got Bale well, right well, back to United. You know how Sanchez there? Yeah. They have Martial. I I actually have a feeling that Rashford's going to go out and all. Yeah, you think so? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. To so where though? I don't know. One, so, one, 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 one of the league teams. teams. Like, if you look at, the, for instance, Harry Kane, one of the best players in the world, he went off to all these teams yeah. alone and then grew. Look yeah. at Jesse Lingard. He went off to I all these teams. I don't think it's a terrible idea. I'm just a bit like, I'm just like, who do we give him to? Like, or, I suppose if you gave him to someone that he could actually do damage against all the other good teams, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, an Ever- like yeah. if he went to Everton. Everton. Yeah, I yeah. think Everton would be a great move for him. Yeah. Because if you look, like, you can tell we're actually. And Everton could do with a striker as well. I don't think you're going to check Would you like to play him right down the middle? I'd like to see what he can do up front for a season. Yeah, actually, so would I. But the thing is, oh, he's the type, like, as we know as United supporters, mm. he's the type of player that wants to play every week. Yeah. It's not about all the Instagram followers. It's yeah. about actually getting on scoring the goals. Because mm. he has this world-class talent in him, and you can see it. And the thing is, him and Martial are both playing this, playing for this, the, the first sub after yeah. Sanchez, which is such a pain in the arse, because on the right-hand side, we need, like, if one of them went on the right, it'd be way better. Yeah. So he's probably going to be like, right, He's probably going to go to World Cup and not get much game time until near the end of the group mm. and then everyone will be like, oh, why didn't he start? But it's like, you don't start for United, so why should you just start here? Yeah. But he'll come back and be like, do you know what? Maybe I need to do, like I'm 20 now, or maybe I need to have a full season in behind me. And the thing is, Mourinho can't chance, like you can't be like Sanchez, you sit in the bench. Like there's, no. Mourinho's too like, I have to keep winning every year. It's my well, thing. I'm, I'm, I'm also surprised that Rashford wasn't like, right, I'm going to actually be a winger. I'm going to play in the right side of midfield and just take the ball by the last defender and cross ball in for Lukaku. I'm just like, why don't you just do that? Yeah, that will work. Yeah, yeah, but like no one seems to want to play on that right hand side, and we told the only person who was willing to play there, Mkhitaryan, Darius. Yeah, but also, yeah, Mkhitaryan. Yeah. No, but the thing is, Rashford and Martial were both originally strikers as well, turned yeah. into wingers. So they're still like, I don't want to do the track back. Yeah. I want to go up there and challenge. Yeah, I want to score the winner. 
It, don't be surprised that happens mm. with Rashford because it's either going to be because it's either Mar- that or Martial's going to be sold. That's the thing. That's the thing, and I don't think like Martial is. Martial has the I, I same think, ability as Kevin De Bruyne and Mo Salah, right? And Mourinho can't be like let him go as well. Yeah, and yeah. then be like, here, this fellow's the new number nine for Barcelona. Like he could fit into that Barcelona. Yeah. right, th- right down the middle. And also, like you, I think you know you still have like a million and one fucking clauses with him that they're still paying Monaco for. Yeah, maybe yeah. So I'd say Monaco have like a, a buy on clause as well for him. I'd say we have to give Monaco more money if we sell him. Yeah, it's um. Is it a, a good problem? Yeah, well, I suppose it is, but it's... Uh, they both blow too hot and cold at certain times as well. So therefore, like, neither just, like, put their hand up and warn the jersey. Yeah, you know I mean? Both of them are under the age of 23 as well. You know? Oh, no, yeah. It's actually frightening. Yeah, so it, it you can't expect them to blow everything yeah. out of water, especially in the Premier League, as and you the, said. The other thing I was looking at, I was like, I was like they could be the New York and cold. I was like, but then, like, because neither of them are actually getting a good first run, they probably, like, playing with each other and they wouldn't pass to them. They'd probably score, try and score themselves because... The, you know I mean they need to be the one who's getting the goal yeah they they both turn on once they go ball yeah. one defender yeah. and then it, then the, the pitch is open to them they're like right yeah, what they're like they do next laser beams yeah so, so much talent there is so much talent but the thing is Sanchez is m- more mature and he's yeah. won more stuff so therefore mm. you may not get the best product but you know that he's already invested mm. in the league he's like he's played all these games the biggest games played with Messi played, like, you know I mean mm. he just knows what's going on I just thought of something there if Real Madrid don't win the Champions League final, now we both said they're going to win, so we're going to assume they're in the final. Yeah. And Zidane gets the chop. Do you think other managers around the world are looking at that going, oh, I won't take like an Arsenal job, I'll wait to see what the story is with the Madrid job first? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I was thinking that already about the, like, Luis Enrique hasn't come out and been like, I want to go to Arsenal. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he, I think he's also wound up like, is the Chelsea job going to come available? Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Chelsea the... job might become available. That job might become available. The Arsenal job available, and then if you're one of the top managers, now I don't think Luis Enrique can get the Real Madrid job because he was a Barcelona yeah. manager, but he might get, he might prefer the Chelsea job, and then Conte might be like, oh, well, I'll take the Real Madrid job. That's you know the, what I mean? Yeah, it could be like a, a merry go round. Yeah. yeah, and then because even if you look at Gerard, I know we have to go back into the Champions yeah. League. This is probably the most like. All over the Roller place, coaster down, top, yeah. like who gives a fucking shit? And if you're listening now, you're here because you enjoy the crack. But the thing is, see the way Jared's now linked with the Rangers job. Yeah, right. I thought that that's a like a, that's a really big job. Yeah, and then I don't. Know, there's so much problem about the Celtic mm. Rangers the void that Jared is obviously sitting at home being like, I'd rather the Celtic job. Yeah, hundred percent. Like there's a hundred. See the thing is, Klopp's going to be at Liverpool for another like four years. So the thing is, he's not going to just sit there and wait until Klopp leaves and then come in. No. Cause I also don't think it's a good idea of Steven Gerrard taking the Rangers job while Brendan Rodgers is the Celtic manager. Why? I feel like Rodgers will just now have to beat him every single time. But I know they've never played against... Better. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but I know they've never played against each other in terms of... Uh, but like, Rodgers clearly knows what makes Gerrard tick as well. You know what I mean? So therefore, like, you'll yeah, be able to win all the mental warfare against him and then like he beats him all the time. And it's not a really great career move for, to go f- to your first managerial job to like at best finish second and at worst finish like fourth when you're expected to finish second. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think, see, they just sort of want to have a, win, a name in. Yeah. Because they're like, right, Jared comes in, Jared will be able to get all these loan players from People are going to get Jared in the back of the Rangers jersey. Maybe. Like, I could see it. I, f- I feel like. It's a very safe job for him to get them. Like, at worst, they're going to come fourth. I you're think, never going to really challenge for anything. I think he'd almost need to make some sort of deal with Liverpool that he can bring 
the young academy players up there. Because, like, you could have Solanke, Ben Woodburn, um, I'm trying to think of other young players who are sort of... I'm sure they have a few. Oh, your man, the striker, uh, Rian Brewster. He's only 17. He scored a load of goals for the England under-18s or whatever. If he gets all those players playing first-team football up in Scotland, that's, that's, that's better than, you know, playing under-18s football for Liverpool. Yeah. And it's still, like... If they hire Jared as the under 18s coach or the U team coach, they clearly trust him. So therefore, they're still trusting them. They're just trusting them with different players. No, it's, I mean? it's great for Rangers. Yeah, but like, I don't know how many loan players you can get in a year. Three, four. Three, yeah. yeah. So like, you can only take you can only take three. Now you could yeah. take the best three, and it'd be brilliant for them. But yeah, yeah. it's one of those things where, um, also Liverpool would be like, oh, we can't give them the best three because they might actually break into the first team. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Well, the thing is about Scotland as well. Like, I mean. Where like right, Jared can go to Rangers for yeah. like three or four years and then go and take Liverpool job, right? But if you're looking at Brendan Rodgers, you're not like Brendan Rodgers winning everything with Celtic yeah. and then going to take over Arsenal. No, no, people are still like, oh yeah, but anyone can win that with Celtic. It's it's um a fairly thankless league to be a manager in the Scottish League. Yeah, you, you, like, you don't come out of it looking better. No, because like sure, Neil Lennon's managing Hibs, I think it is, or Aberdeen or Hearts or someone. He's managing one of the other Scottish teams. See, oh, okay. like. Didn't even know, yeah. and that's the thing. Like, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it doesn't actually matter. As in, unless you're managing Celtic, it's irrelevant who you're managing in Scotland. Yeah, you see, and this, the, the way like Celtic can barely even get into the Champions League, and then they like fail at that hurdle, and then yeah. they have to play Europa League, and then don't do great, and they're they're already out by the time the pre- it even starts. Yeah, yeah, they're out by the time the Champions League teams are in. Yeah, it's it's just not a really good look for them as well, and then. I look at the Celtic players and I'm, I think your man Rodgers is alright and Dembele, Tierney. I look at those players and go, they're alright. Like They could probably get into a Premier League side, maybe. But I was like, the rest of them... I don't even know if Celtic were put into the Championship but they win the Championship and get promoted. Like, for like that team as is now, no m- extra money pumped into them. I don't think they would. No. Do you think... Like, if you're one of them players now, say you're Scott Brown, but I know he's, mm. he's, he's Scottish, so it, it might change your mind really but like someone like an English player playing for Celtic right would you rather win three doubles for Celtic or else be on double your wages for a, a Huddersfield and just stay in the Premier League and come in between 8th and 16th for the next three or four years you know what I mean because then you're coming at the end mm. of your career and you're like trophy or no trophy or would you rather the money you know what I mean I think it sort of actually depends on who you are as a person and what your your goals are in life Um. But I, I look, it's obviously nice to win trophies. Everyone wants to win trophies. But I think a lot of those players sort of know themselves. You know who you are yourself when you're playing football, what level you're on. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. look at this. Pascal Gross had a brilliant year this year for Huddersfield, wasn't it? Or was it Brighton? Brighton, Brighton sorry. One of the two. Whichever one of those teams you play for, I get all their players confused. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I actually think it was Huddersfield, but like, it could be Brighton. Oh, actually, okay. Yeah. Because Huddersfield wear the blue and white stripe, don't they? They both do. I thought Brighton Ward just blew. Anyway, so Pascal Gross had a great year this year. But, like, he knows he's never going to play for a Man United or Man City. You know what I mean? So, like, should he go to Celtic and be the bee's knees for them? Play for Waterfield, yeah. Yeah. Should he, would he be worth, you know, going up to Celtic and getting his wages half but winning trophies? You know what I mean? And being Billy Big Balls up in well, Scotland. Well, the wages half is uh, a huge thing. Well, that's what I think it is. He's probably on forty grand a week at Huddersfield, and he's probably going to only get twenty grand a week at Celtic. Yeah, but the thing is, if he okay, the thing is now, if he did that, 
Say if he went to Celtic and then scored like 40 goals for two years, he could end up getting a bigger move to like Valencia. Yeah, but like who, who has been at Celtic and got a massive move somewhere? Henrik Larsson. Yeah, but he's, he was like retired and that was it. He went to Man United. Who else though? He went to Barcelona. Oh, was it there? Oh, I didn't realize he was in Barcelona. I didn't realize it. I, I, I actually forgot he went there. Yeah, well, that was years right, ago. But, yeah, but also he was like their absolute club legend for like the best player they've ever had. <laughs> but look, Van Dijk, like he only got moved to Southampton. You know what I mean? Yeah, like no yeah, one else. No one else has like got yeah, a big move. Yeah, but that's also the problem for the bigger teams. You can't mm. you can't take a gamble on something that's not proven. Same thing mm. with the managers. You almost ha- you can't be like. I heard her Gaza's off the drink. Yeah. Want to get him in, you know? Yeah. Like you have to be like, oh, here, look, Mourinho, or because as you've seen, the David Moyson work. Uh, people like Van Dijk. That, that's why. That's why the Serie A gets the luxury of getting these people like Diabala in and like or Juventus getting mm. the pub in, being like, all right, let's see if they can flourish. Because mm. realistically, the league's a mess. So like, yeah. you can't. It, you're worth the gamble. Like yeah. look at like Atletico buying buying like Aguero. People, most teams would have been like, oh, he's too small. Yeah, but then he explodes and then makes him loads of revenue. So, yeah, I think it's one of those things where Celtic are in, Celtic boy the proven commodities are in, already in Scotland. And you know what? Celtic can take a risk on someone. Like, they got Dembele in, right? And, like, he's done brilliantly for them. Yeah. But, like, really, see, they had, like, two other strikers that would have done perfectly fine if he was crap. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Like, as in, like, Celtic can afford probably have three or four people who are not very good on their team because the rest of the players are way better than everyone yeah. else in the league, so it's fine. Yeah. And they can take those sort of chances. But, like, Manchester United can't be like, here's 40 million, hope you work. Yeah, exactly. yeah you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's, like, it's like, what are you doing? You Although, like, in fairness, it looks like they've tried that a few times and it hasn't worked. But yeah, but the last couple of years, yeah. they, they were really, really desperate. Like, they were like, yeah, they were like 40 million for Mata and like 30 million for Flaney, and we'll just play them out midfield and hope that works. Yeah, one yeah. small and one's tall. <laughs> Get out there, lads. <laughs> it's like it worked when we brought Michael Owen in. Yeah. But, uh, do you want to, okay, we sort of look at the, the other semi final in the Champions League now. Um, Liverpool versus Roma. Roma. Uh, first of all, what a performance for Liverpool! Like absolutely. Hold on. Can, we, can we say? Can we say that was the best hour of football yeah. by a side all season by anyone? D- yeah, yeah. Just it was an absolute annihilation. It was what five 0 and then after seventy minutes to take off Salah, and then they conceded two. Yeah. Um, I, I was like, are Liverpool just going to like score twenty goals and win twenty nil? Because it looked like it was game on. Because yeah. that. That Roma defence literally shot a Fo- brick. Folded, folded. Yeah. When they went in at half-time, I remember messaging you and being like, here, they're, they're obviously like, here, can we just knock them out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they they're didn't like, want to like, out. They're like, when's the next flight from John Lennon Airport to Roma? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just looking at them. Uh, they're hiding in the jacks for the second half. And like, uh, I was actually I was actually watching before the game because they were saying Manolas was a very highly touted centre-half. He's a big Greek. Six for four, he's massive and he looks like he's has it all. And I was looking, uh, I was lo- looking at him going, Right, he's supposed to be brilliant. And then your man Juan Jesus, like Brazil and Italy were like fighting to have him in the yeah, in their yeah, squad. And yeah. I was like, right, what's his crack? And they're then, obviously not answering the phone calls now. No. And then like Florenzi's a right back for them and I have always thought he's actually quite decent. He was in the World Cup squad and stuff like that. I think he's got a couple of screamers in yeah. the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I was I was like I was like, right. And the goalkeeper. Yeah, and the goalkeepers like Liverpool want to buy him. Yeah. So I was sitting there going, right, their defence is supposed to be alright. I was like, I'll, I'll be interested to see how they'll cope with Salah. I don't even know yeah. who their left back is. The only player that looked decent for them was Nangland. Yeah, and he, he still looks brilliant. Um I was watching I was watching it and they scored the first goal and they scored the second goal and I was like, Jeez, this is brilliant. Like those finishes are something else. That's the thing, yeah. And then Salah took the ball down the right as he always does. Sort of did like a bit of a, a shuffle. 
And then Juan Jesus just sort of stood there and then Salah just like knocked the ball by him. And it looked like he was like, you wait there, mate. Yeah. And then, good boy. You look like a cone. Yeah. I was like, wow. I, I don't even know what I'm watching. And Salah was, what, four goals, or sorry, two goals and two assists straight away. It, like, it was such an entertaining football. I couldn't believe it? how good it was. It was brilliant. Next thing you know, five near Liverpool. And I was sitting there going, what is this? Because when it went two nil, we were in the WhatsApp group and was like, should they went two nil up against West Brom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, next thing you know, it was two all, and it was absolutely incredible. But it was brilliant football. But the thing is, I wanted to see the return like like some competition. If Liverpool were going into that mm. second leg like, seven nil up, you would have been like, that's uh, wasted. That's yeah, wasted. Like, I'll, I'll do something else. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But next thing you know, Eden Zeko and the lads scraped something together and got two goals yeah. back and. It's Mission Impossible Part 2, isn't it? It is, yeah. But they, this, the funny thing is they won. They, three nil. they scored the three goals last time, but this time they need to... Oh, no, they just need the three goals, yeah. Yeah, three nil again would do for them. Salah's just going to come back out and rip them apart again. But you know something? Roma haven't conceded the goal at home in the Champions League this year. Has it? They've beaten Barcelona and they've beaten Chelsea. Yeah, but the thing is, Liverpool are the only team unbeaten in the Champions League. They're still in it. That's a very good point. Yeah, there you go, yeah. Um, look... Also, Firmino and Salah have both scored over 10 goals each in the yeah. Champions League this year. I can't believe how good Salah was there and then. I was like... Man, he, oh yeah, I was waiting for this like Salah run to be out, over and this has never happened. So if his name was like Saladino, so many people like he, he, people be like, here, Joey, he actually is the, the next name. Yeah, that's right. He, put it this way, if he wasn't Egyptian and he was like Spanish, Italian, Brazilian, Argentinian, people would be like, he's brilliant. Yeah. Because he's from a country where like no one knows any other players from them. It's like, yeah, yeah. two? Yeah, yeah. I, like, I, I don't know how many times I can see that picture on Instagram of like Anfield next season with the pyramid at, yeah. at the top end. I'm sitting yeah. there going, suppose he came second in the presidential election for Egypt. What? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I t- a lot of people just went in and voted for him. I don't even know if he was like up for it or not, but. Oh, they're just like adding his name to yeah, the ballot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm not surprised, like, I'd say the amount of, like, Liverpool should, like, do some sort of pre-season tour to Egypt next year. They just showed, like... Jeez, they'd sell it out. They'd be, like, rock stars. Yeah. Who do you think, um... Do think Salah can keep this up in the next few years? Because mm. I, I, I feel like he's going to just outgrow Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. I could, well, I could easily see him being bought by Barcelona. I could easily yeah. see him, like, being the next Lionel Messi. Um yeah. I think I think another thing that, like, has to be taken into consideration with Liverpool is, like, how good is Bobby Firmino being this year? Yeah. As in, like... I know Salah's getting all the products, but like he just earned himself a new five-year contract. He's the highest-paid player at Liverpool, which I must. He must be on two hundred grand a week because like Definitely. if Van Dijk's going for seventy-five million, he must be on at least one hundred and fifty grand a week. Yeah, and like otherwise he's fire his agent. Yeah, like if someone bought me for seventy-five million, I'd want at least one hundred and fifty grand a week. Oh, he's he's been great. You see, they all sort of like go well together. Yeah, but I don't think like if you like. If Chelsea bought Firmino, that he'd make them better. You know, well, also, I, I, I think he would slightly, but he wouldn't be. He wouldn't score as many goals and get as many assists. That's, yeah, that's the thing. I, don't, I think they all sort of. Although then again, go like, well actually, if you actually think about it, with Chelsea, they'd have like William Hazard, Firmino. Probably would work. Yeah, but me. maybe the, the whole Liverpool thing is they all sort of know what their job is. Yeah. Whereas Chelsea sort of seems like a game mm. of Scrabble, and yeah, and sometimes United look even worse. But Firmino's got it all. He's got like. He has that bit of flair and a bit of skill to him. He can do a bit of back heels. He can do. He can score with both feet. He's also good in the air, which is something really important for them. And then you have like Mane on the other side. He was an absolute bullet down the way. Yeah. I'm just watching him and like 
he's almost like Liverpool's Raheem Sterling. I know they used to have Raheem Sterling, but like he'll he'll take the ball by everyone. He'll have a one on one, and like one time he'll do a beautiful finish. Next time, like he'll put it into Rose Ed and just be like, "Oh, lad, sorry, I forgot." Don't you know way. It sort of reminds me of remember when Rooney and Ronaldo were both playing for Man U, and then yeah. Rooney was better than Ronaldo. Yeah, I think Mane was better than Salah, and now it's just like Salah's just taken off. And yeah, it's Mane's like actually not even comparable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mane's definitely the worst out of the three. Yeah, but like still, decent. still very, very good. Yeah, but they could almost like reinvest into that position as well. Yeah, like if Liverpool would like had to kick one three, it would be that one. Yeah, they wouldn't be like boy Salah. So, what's your prediction for the score? Roma versus Real Madrid, or Roma versus Liverpool? Definitely not first Real Madrid. Well, first of all, hopefully there's no like, it's going to be like extremely dodgy for Liverpool fans going over there, and like there's been loads of police warnings as yeah. well, and like some like, there was an Irish lad who actually ended up getting like Put in seriously de- like injured at the last game, which is disgraceful before the match. Mm. Under after the match, you can tell after the, the like flares are high and mm. after being hockeyed, you think like you're not surprised someone like took it out and someone, but yeah. before the match, that's gone too much. But um, I think I think Liverpool are obviously going to. Get two, if not three goals. Rome may get one. Jeez, man, you you think they're going to get a hiding again? I don't know. Salah just looks unbelievable, man. I'm going to be like very out there and think Rome are going to win 2 0. They haven't conceded a goal in Rome okay. all well, year, yeah, so like. Liverpool are going through, though, yeah? Yeah, I still think they're okay. going yeah, yeah, but I, think, I feel like Rome are going to score a goal in the first 20 minutes, and then they're probably going to score another goal after 60 minutes, and then like it's going to get very tense. And then Liverpool will see the game out. Well, that's what I uh, hopefully yeah. will happen. But I just Liverpool are too far ahead that they're gonna obviously go through. So it's gonna be Liverpool against um, Real Madrid in the final. I think. Um, I saw a brilliant another funny stat the other day, and like sometimes you know when you see those stats, it's actually hilarious. Trent Alexander Alexander Arnold is nineteen, and he's played more games in the Champions League than Everton have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's looking alright as well. Yeah, he? he is. He looks yeah. very good. It, what happens if Liverpool end up playing? Um, Bayern Munich in the final I almost think Real Madrid would be an easier team for them to beat I think that Bayern Munich team is very structured it and is, like, yeah. it's like they'd be very hard to break down and that defence is probably the best defence in the entire competition they're probably the hardest score on who's? Bayern Munich one is it? but they have the German defence yeah but like Neuer's not even a goal he's out injured yeah true so like, you're automatically taking away the best thing although Navas for Real Madrid is yeah. just so dodgy just you, you, the, the, you can tell the team don't even have confidence. In no, him. no, no. He's he's out the door, yeah. and hey, well, yeah. I'd say Real Madrid. I'd say uh, Courtois is like here. Look, hotels. He like for content. They don't have a manager for a while. We can get in there and nip Courtois. Yeah, because I could really see Courtois being the next uh, Real Madrid goalkeeper. And like, I don't think they want to. I think Courtois is feasible. I don't think they want to do a full season of. Can we have the hair? No. Can we have the hair? No. Can we have the hair? No. Really like, already right. came out and said Tigre's not going. Yeah. Did you see? Um, how bad Lovren was out there against uh, Roma. Yeah. Like, the Zeko just stuck himself to him mm. and Lovren just... He also had a chance to make it 6-0 as well at one stage and the other end hit the crossbar. Lovren? Yeah. I see there was so much action. Mm. Ronaldo was just going to stick himself like glue yeah. to Lovren and yeah. then just... Yeah, he's going to be like, he was like, not talk to Van Dijk. Yeah, you see, if that if, when that gets to that final, obviously we'll do a show on it, but you can see for the first 20 minutes uh, Real Madrid just being all over them because mm. Real Madrid had been there, done yeah. that, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I can see like Marcelo, Marcelo getting experience. up, getting up there, and like the way Rashford was able to pick a hole in um, Trent Alexander-Arnold, I feel like someone around Madrid will. Yeah. Who knows? Ronaldo might be like, right, I'm gonna stand over here with Lovren and Alexander-Arnold, and I'm gonna do some like make sure those two. Yeah, but if you even look, if you even look at that Liverpool team, who has actually won anything? Pure 
or something. Crickets. Yeah. <laughs> did, 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 uh, most Milner, I don't know with, like, uh, Milner, Milner. Nations, though. Milner, in fairness, fair play to Milner for yeah. breaking back into that team because he was kicked out at the beginning of the year. But yeah, so he's the only person that's won something. Uh, Oxley Chamberlain been injured, he might be starting now. He's also set a record for the most assists in the Champions League ever as well. Milner did? Yeah. That's very impressive considering, like, yeah. But that's like a few yeah, years. That's, that's if we would have had a few years that like you wouldn't be playing Champions yeah, League, and also like you have like the likes of Iniesta, who we actually didn't mention is leaving Barcelona at the end of the year. Yeah. Very impressive uh, career, thirty-one trophies, and a million good memories. Yeah, what a player! It's weird. Like he was like your hero going up. That, he was just, he was just so good. I yeah. don't know. I just I, I, how could you not love watching? Him? Yeah, I don't know. He just sort of saw stuff differently. He's in that sort of realm of like Kevin De Bruyne, or just you know what I mean? Yeah, he's yeah. he's. He's up there with the lead. I, I, I always thought like sort of like him, Paul Scholes were the most elite centre midfields that I've ever seen, and I still think to this day that like they're up there. Yeah, I, I just he sort of just Iniesta just made sort of runs that were not tracked, and then he was just mm. always able to knew where the ball was going to come three passes after. Like I don't know, yeah. it's, you know I mean? he was like, like a chess player in midfield. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, but uh, sorry, what were we talking about? Real Madrid, Liverpool. That just has to be the final. Doesn't yeah, it? I think so. And like Ronaldo versus Salah. Yeah, which will be good. Um, Any other hot takes? Well, okay. What were we going to say? The Liga, the Liga, El Clasico is on this weekend. Yeah, the El Clasico is on this weekend. And Sergio Ramos came out, as well as in Nadine Zidane came out and said that Real Madrid are not doing a guard of honour for Barcelona. I have absolutely no problem with that. It doesn't bother me. I think I wouldn't do it for my rivals. I think it's one of those things where it's just like, here, look. You won, like, well done, like, but I'm not going to stand there and clap you onto the bitch. So, do you know that the only reason why Madrid are saying they're not doing it is because when Madrid won the World Club Championship, Barcelona didn't give them the walk of honour out. Yeah? Yeah. So they're a bit like, I hear them. In fairness, I think they're two, it's probably the biggest rivalry in world football, really. It's the most watched game, anyway. Well, maybe the old firm as well. Yeah, well, it's up there, anyway. And I'm sitting there watching it, just being like, here, look. Like the the two teams don't like each other. They don't need to do a guard of honor. Like yeah. Barcelona understand they they won the league. Real Madrid know they won the league. They don't need like a public dis- display to be like right. Barcelona were the best team in the league this year. You know what I mean? Everyone yeah. knows it. What do you prefer? Do you prefer like that style? The way they're all. It's weird because a lot of them are clo- like international players together. Yeah, so, yeah, but and so it'll be a lot. People be jeering, people be making serious noise in the stadium anyway because they won't give the guard of honor. So yeah. people want to. Get it's out. funny. It's funny way like the Barcelona fans would be like throwing stuff at Ramos, and then when he scores the winner, winning goal left in the World Cup final in the summer, they'd be like yeah. Ramos, we love you. Yeah, but but what do you do? You like do you like it that way? Be all like hostile, or if you look at for instance Arsene Wenger getting the he got like a trophy or an award from Sir Alex Ferguson. And then yeah, but that was yeah. never that way until like he was leaving. Oh no, obviously yeah. But to see the way even Sanchez ran over to Arsene Wenger, yeah, being like oh, whatever, well done or enjoy yeah. retirement, whatever. Even though he's not retiring, but do you, do you, do you like the way that it, that's it's almost too nice? You know what I mean? Like oh, that, I think it's, it's, it's total opposite sides of the coin. Yeah, but I think it's playing on the scenario as opposed to like Man United were playing Arsenal at the weekend and they were playing for nothing. Yeah, I know. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. As opposed to Real Madrid are trying to like not have Barcelona have an undefeated season. You know what I mean? Like who are who are even United's rivals? United's rivals are are Man City and Liverpool. Yeah, I don't really know. Chelsea aren't really like. No, I think Chelsea only become rivals because Mourinho is the manager of Man United now. Yeah, and like yeah, obviously the Chelsea game is always a big game each year, but it's only because they're two big clubs. It's not because like for years Manchester United and Chelsea have been hating each other. Yeah. So I think that's sort of 
sums up the El Clasico that's coming up this weekend. Yeah, that's on Sunday. Um, do, do you think Barcelona will stay undefeated? Um, I think it depends on whether Real Madrid win the World Cup or not. Or to win the Champions League semi final at the World Cup. What am I saying? 50 minutes deep. The brain's getting fried. Uh, yeah, I think if Real Madrid win against Bayern Munich, they'll probably play a full centre trend squad against uh, Barcelona and they'll probably stop them, try and stop them. But if they lose, they'll do the yeah, same. the league be over then. See, that, that's, that's the shit thing about once the league's already finished, it, you're like, oh, who's... Like, mm. That United, United game didn't have any the testosterone in it, really. No. You know what I mean? And the only good thing about it was Fellaini heading the ball in at the end. And Pogboom. And Pogboom, yeah. I think look I think the El Clasico will always have a bit of testosterone on it so like yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say who's at home do you know uh, I took a screenshot oh okay have a look there and see who's at home because I think if Real Madrid are home they'll be able to stop them but if they're not at home like I don't think Barcelona stand a chance that's my take on it Barcelona are at home yeah. Barcelona home yeah I think Barcelona will stay undefeated for the season Um, in other news um. Chelsea are actually on the slide coming up trying to catch Liverpool or Spurs for a top four place. Do you think they can do it? It, it depends after this weekend because Chelsea mm. are playing Liverpool, aren't they? Yeah. And Liverpool, like if Liverpool qualify for the Champions League final, they might be like right here, rest these players for the last game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it would be very interesting to see and Chelsea are at home as well. So um, it could come down to goal difference between the two sides and then I think Spurs are, aren't going to let it slip at this stage. So therefore... It'd be imagine Liverpool lost Champions League final and finished fifth. That'd be <laughs> some like <laughs> that's a possibility. Yeah, it yeah. is actually a possibility, which is some turnaround for the rest of the season. Um. Also, the bottom of the table, West Brom are gone. Um. Almost gone. Stoke, Stoke are basically gone as well. The way I look at games left, and then you have Southampton are still fighting. You have Huddersfield, Swansea, and West Ham. Um. For me, I actually am looking at Huddersfield now thinking like they could be in the most trouble. Yeah. West Ham seem to be picking up a couple of points. Yeah, they do, yeah. And Arnautovic seems to have a shooting boots on. So, it's really like who's which team is most informed at the yeah, moment. And is, I almost yeah. think I almost think Southampton are like oh, bollocks. Like, I saw I watched Tadish score from them and they were like right, there's a bit of bite left in that club. As opposed to watching Stoke draw nil all to Liverpool and I was like they have nothing left in the tank. Yeah. They and don't. then... I can't, I can't see Swansea after picking up so many points to now be like, oh, we threw away. You know what I feel like they're momentum. So I think it's between Southampton and Huddersfield. They're the two teams I'm looking at being like, one of those two teams is going to go down. Huddersfield it just came across as if they're like 13 all season. And yeah. now, now it's a bit like, shit lads, we need to get a couple more wins or we're gone. Yeah, I think they were like in the upper half of the table, like 9 to 10th a lot and just been like, this is grand, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like winning every third game and that was enough for them. Yeah, it was just weird the way how many teams were so close to each other at the bottom. Yeah, like Palace won like two games, now they're 11th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy Premier League for the mid to lower tier yeah. teams. Well, everyone's just. Well, also, obviously, the FA Cup, FA Cup finals coming up as well, United Chelsea. Mm-hmm. It's just the next couple of weeks are just going to shape everyone's season, you know? What yeah. I mean? like, Chelsea, like Chelsea can still make the Champions League. Uh, they have the final against United mm. Liverpool have the semi-finals and then like possibly the final of the Champions League so things are really going to heat up also you have players still looking to get to the World Cup squads as well which is like does make the Premier League that more exciting right till the last day because yeah. everyone's still trying to get into the um, World Cup squad for their respective countries but do, do you think Jake Livermore has a chance like he's no. potentially come last but in the league but I don't know why he, he must have like 20 caps ringing now or like he's been least 
in the squad for 20 games. Say he's at least 10, yeah. Yeah. I'm sitting there looking at him going like, I'll say Wilshire's ahead of him, Henderson's ahead of him, well, the Ox, Ox is out. The Ox is out, yeah. Is James Milner in line up for a recall? Maybe he's doing, yeah, he's like, doing well now. Like, I was sort of looking and go, why not? Like, if he's playing in a winning team, let him get in the side. I'm doing well. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, like, who else is there? Like, unless you want to bring Delph as a centre midfielder, because he played well at left back for half the season. You see, I, I'm I'm still like bemused about Henderson. I'm like, what's his deal? Cause yeah, because I don't think he's very good. Yeah, but the thing is, he could be the man who lifts the trophy at the end of the Champions League. Jesus. Because he's the captain. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. But that's. I'm just sitting there going, like, Lovern and Henderson and maybe Moreno are going to have Champions League medals. What is that? I know, yeah. And it'll only be. I don't know. And like Mingle as well. That's what's making it so interesting. Yeah. That's why that's why like the football shows tend to do alright because it's not Roma versus Bayern Munich in the final. Yeah. No one really has a dog in that race really. Like no. you know, only the like proper football fans will mm. even check out a podcast and that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's really hot up. Is there any any final hot takes before we go? Don't um not really. See Wenger was offered a PSG role, but not like manager he was offered to be like Oh like a director? Yeah, something like that. Not surprised. Like Wenger's scouting tactics seem to be good throughout his yeah, career. True, but yeah. Obviously, but I think, yeah, but I think he's got is, turned down. I think he wants a manager job. It's 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 good. It's, it's like football is going to be very interesting coming mm. into next year. Yeah, but but that's what happens every year, isn't it? Like it is indeed. So guys, if you like this football podcast, make sure to give it all the stars on iTunes. Uh, give it the heart on SoundCloud wherever you're listening. And as always, stay energized.